y'all? It's Shan, and the crew is Casey, Kiki, and myself. And this is season 15 of So What Page Beyond Bit, okay? An on the go book club. Each season, we bring you a new book. This season is season 15, and we are reading Fast by Millie Balazar, okay? Go ahead and cop that. Get that. It's 40 chapters. We're reading one through three to start. And we're going to catch you every two weeks. So get your books and get to reading and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Stereo app. Go ahead and download the app. Follow us and you could be live in the show and give us feedback. Let's get it. No, she's trying to get in. Mm. Oh, yes, that was a good tower, bitch. That was a good tower. Oh, my God. <laughs> He is him and his little Spider Man stance be cracking me up. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, this book though. Listen. Oh, my God. Did y'all walk the Cuban guy? Meet Lattimore. Meet Lattimore. I didn't know. I didn't get there. Okay, so uh, let me tell you where I stopped. I um, I read all the way up to, like, 8.03. I stopped on page 282, like, right before 35 is done. When did the Cuban guy say that? What chapter was that? That was in chapter 35 when uh, Sean sent her roses for her birthday to the front desk of her condo or apartment. Oh, yeah, girl. You read, you read ahead. I thought we were supposed to go through 35. Yeah, oh, go through were? 35. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't read 35 then. My bad. I read 34. Oh. Well, damn. Yeah, go. I'll, whenever I put the <laughs> chapters, read those if I put the number. Uh, girl. <laughs> I go back to I go back to school when my when one of my teachers was like, "Stop at thirty five. And you stop before you read thirty five. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, "Stop! Like, read from this to thirty five. And I'd be like, "So is it? Do I stop at thirty five or do I stop at thirty six? Okay, I'm gonna start yeah. putting that reading. In. Yeah, reading when when she said thirty thirty five, my mind is read thirty five and then stop. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well stop at 35. See, y'all, y'all know I'm, I'm a lefty. I think different. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder how many other people are confused by that. Mm. There were so many gems. Girl. So many gems. There were so many gems. I was like, oh my God, there's so many options on what to call this episode. Especially about um your mental health, bitch. Yes. Yes. yes, you're never really fixed. Oh my god, that's true though. Really true. Like it's an ongoing uh, job, right? Think, you never fixed, think, but you almost you're almost finished. Yeah, I think we all just learn to manage our triggers. Yeah, some of us. Well, I was very triggered by coffee, Moreno, and Mary. Boy! <laughs> Listen. So, okay, so I didn't understand the personalities until 
she decided to um, tell Coffee her story. Right. So wait, 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 wait. Should we introduce first and then get into the? We should, we should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is episode well, nine. This, this is, is so what takes me on, bitch. Yes. <laughs> This is the Author Go Book Club. We are reading Fast by Millie Belazaire. And we are going over chapters 30 to 35, reading all of 35. But I still didn't finish. Kiki finished. Uh, Katie didn't finish. And I didn't finish. But we read most of it. So um, I don't have a title for this yet because it was so good that I can't, I didn't write notes all the way through. I, I stopped <laughs> writing notes at 30 and I was just reading and like taking it in. So if I mix up stuff, catch me. Don't um, worry about it. Oh, I got a title. Never fixed but almost finished. Okay. Yeah. Let me write that down so I don't forget it. Yeah. Yeah. God, you scribbling away, girl. <laughs> I, had to, I had to use my, uh, my doctor prescription writing. Okay. Um, so we so me thinking about it, I said, Oh, we got like short chapters. It ain't a lot to read. Thirty to thirty five, that's a breeze. No. This, every chapter has juice in it. And and I didn't want to miss anything. So when I tell you I was scheming everything. So um chapter thirty. Um uh Caprice is at work. And she's having like her first um, meet with uh, Coffee, mm-hmm. and his personalities meet Caprice. Mm-hmm. So she's basically trying to figure out who they are, how they work, and when do they come out, and where's Coffee when they're in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, Marino said that he only speaks to women. And mm-hmm. no, Mar- Maran speaks to women. And then Marino, he keeps coffee safe. That's his job. Right. And so she was, and so later on, um, she asked a question, like after she shared her story with, with coffee and, and her personalities, she said, well, who keeps you safe? And he was like, nobody. At least you had Sean. And I was like, damn, I was like, I get it now. But wait, what why did Moreno call, call Marin a faggot? They because, like each other. Yes. And I think it's triggering based upon what was done to him by a man and a woman and the way that he um the way that he speaks to women is kind of like, oh, you, you, you got the softer side. I'm the side that basically protects uh, coffee. So it's kind of like he feels kind of like more masculine. That's what I got from mm-hmm. it. Mm. Um, but when, when they, when later on, when they had broken down, like I'm the one that protects coffee. And she was like, well, who protects you? Nobody. At least you had Sean. He created mm-hmm. these personalities so he could escape what was being so done to him. Yeah. But but have people who had his back 
but within him because he didn't have anybody. And I was like, shit. I was like, okay, it makes sense. That in real life. Yeah, and what what do we call them? We call them like schizophrenic or they got mental issues. No, when I, I feel like with that, it's like people, you know how some people be like, you know, be, keep, case in point, Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce is her alter ego of that girl who just don't give a fuck, who's this and that, da 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 da, da right? Right. So mm-hmm. people have their alter egos, like I'm Casey at work, but I'm Casey outside of work. So, like, they'll have that, but in Coffee's case, because his was so severe, and, like, how uh, Caprice... It was trauma-based. Right, how Caprice made mention of it. It was, like, when she got raped, it was an out-of-body experience. Yes. She separated herself from her mm-hmm. physical body. Right. So, the, so, at that time, Caprice wasn't getting raped. She don't know who that little girl was. Right and mm-hmm. and like Caprice had made mention in um, the the chapters later on because we're supposed to be on thirty but we jumping around right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Caprice said later on if it probably would have happened multiple times to her, she probably would have that little girl who got raped probably would have had her own name and her own personality as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. um what else happened? So she learned um, that Coffee likes basketball because he had a number 28 on his sneaker. And I was like, mm-hmm. watch this shit be his number. And it ended up being Sean's number. And I'm just like, it's a small world after all. Here we go. Here we go. So his favorite player is Sean. But he don't mm-hmm. know that Caprice and Sean were basically thick as thieves. And they're very close friends. Right. So um, I think at that point, Caprice saw that as her in to get him to open up because she was like, we have great conversations, but the whole point of him coming to talk to me is to dig deep to figure out why these personalities exist and mm-hmm. how I can help him. So we have to talk about things that are triggering. Right. So, so, so through all their sessions, they just explain pleasantries. Yeah. But in the notes, like she said, Marino and Morano doesn't come out unless coffee is uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that was chapter 30. Um, With a little bit of uh, 33. Yeah. Because it it drug into a few chapters. It did. So 31, um, it started with Sean. And He's saying that, you know, it's been a month since that running with Caprice on the boat and how uh, he gave Sanaa his number to give her, but she probably didn't give it to her because um, she hasn't called, not knowing why she didn't call. Mm -hmm. And what else? Um, He broke up with that bitch, Ariel. Bye! I did not see it coming. I, I saw it coming. I saw it, it coming. Oh, so brutal! It was just so like purposeless to me. He was like, "Bitch, get out!" You know you don't really like me for real. <laughs> right. And I think what it was, and I, I I wanted to say this last episode, but I also be, and I missed it, mm-hmm. guys. 
men again men straight men specifically are very sensitive creatures right yes and they fall in love with that one girl right yep. and that and that's the girl and that one girl not in caprice's case but in in the man's mind screws them over right mm-hmm. every female after that is a bitch ass bitch exactly <laughs> it's, a, it's a bitch a hoe all that shit like they're not treating women the same because that one yes yeah that's true that's very very true hell sometimes it start with your mama right, right don't it <laughs> i mean i'm just saying yeah, I, I was. It was a bad state farm that um, I knew that we all started at the same time in the underground apartment. Mm-hmm. He was a cool dude, but he hated black women, and the only reason why. But he was a black man, but the only reason why he hated black women so much was because his mama was a bitch. Mm-hmm. A lot of them start uh, uh, start like that. If it's not mama, it's like that that very first girlfriend they had or whatever. Or mm-hmm. somebody in kindergarten, or somebody in elementary school that teased them, um, or them doing the most for the girl that they like and getting rejected bad, and they just it's just stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, and so, niggas go through trauma too, y'all. They yeah, do. they do. Unfortunately, they just try to they do. bury it. And they don't have many resources because society is like, oh, well, you a man, man up. Right. Yeah. You know. No, more specifically, you a black man, and black men don't do that. Right. Um, what else he said? So, Sean was going to a benefit dinner, and he was going with Ariel, his, his girlfriend at the time, and mm-hmm. Sanaa was going to be there, and I knew they was going to talk. He was trying to figure out why Caprice ain't called. And um, they were sitting there, and Ariel was basically trying to copy what Sana and her man it was, was doing. So it was so pathetic. I was so disgusted when I was reading that. Like, how pathetic are you? Like, you, you a little bitch. I was like, somebody please save him. Um, <laughs> save her. She's the one who needs save. Her, not him. Uh. She she um was trying to basically dress alike and she was just doing the most. She just liked the look of their relationship. Like that's what it gave me. Like this bitch is really not here for him. She just likes the look of their relationship. Um so moving on in that dinner, he went to the coat place to basically get her bag, Ariel's bag, and Sana was over there getting her coat or whatever. And she was being sarcastic, like uh, Ariel was like, "I want you to plan my my wedding," and she was like, "Girl, let me know when you get that ring first. Wink, wink. So petty. I was just like, "Girl, good night." Right, because she knew that uh, Sean was completely over her, and he wanted to talk to Caprice, but she didn't understand why. Like, why is this chick so special? Because she don't know their history. Mm-hmm. So, um. Sana and Sean talking at like the coat check and then Ariel is like somewhere in the room and she like directly looking at his girlfriend in the room and he like so what's up with Caprice did you not give her my number and um, 
he basically trying to figure out what's going on. And she was like, I don't understand what what's going on or why you really on me about Caprice, but I did give her, her your number because the way that you handled her was really sweet. So she even saw the difference and how Caprice mm-hmm. reacted with him and how he handled Caprice. And she, so she was like, well, he must care about her. So she did pass the number, but she's like, well, she must not be into you because she didn't call. She didn't reach out. So right. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a reason why Caprice didn't reach out. It's not because she don't like him. So uh, what else did he say? She thought, so it's like, it's like, uh, I know my best friend. I know my best friend. So they haven't like a fact off about Caprice. Well, um, I know Caprice and uh, her mom is, is, she lives in Beverly Hills. And he was like, no, her mom don't. Her mom is dead. And so Sean is like, bitch, you don't know Caprice. And he don't know I think know he that. was so uh, offended because what he didn't know was that Caprice was his best friend before he became her best friend. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they was so they was trying to have like a fact off, like, no, I know more, no, I know more. He didn't know that Caprice later got adopted after the whole fiasco. Um, mm-hmm. So she was talking more so about her adopted mom. And I'm glad Sanaa was like, she doesn't really talk much about her birth mom. So I don't know anything else in her history about that because she doesn't talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I was glad... I, I, this is what I I was reading it and I was worried that Sanaa's gonna feel like, well, who is this bitch I claim my best friend if I don't know the facts? You but know, it, it, I, was well, I was thinking for that me, too. I was reading it and I was just like, damn, I hope Caprice wasn't like fuck all that shit. Like I don't know I don't know what happened in Florida. Once I moved to LA, that's it. Like that's that's my life now. Mm-hmm. So I was I was just hoping that Caprice didn't lie to her. And she was out here looking stupid about her quote-unquote best friend. But Mm -hmm. it really didn't turn out like that. Like, the facts started making sense. But Mm -hmm. I do like the fact that Sanaa let him know, like, the way that you handled her, it made me think because I've never seen... She was like, in all of college, I've never seen her date anybody. She never liked guys touching her. None of that. She was always by herself. And I felt sad for her because I felt like she was lonely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so this is going to reassure him that she's still the same Caprice. She just doing her now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She wasn't in college being no hoe. It's still Caprice there. He just got to get a moment to really have a talk with Caprice. So I feel like that kind of reassured him that it's still her. It's just like a lot of time just has passed and they need to catch up. And so um, Ariel was making her making her way downtown. She was making her way over there, and uh, so now I was like, "Eyebrow raised, nigga. Wink, wink, nigga. She's coming. Shut the fuck up." So um, they they basically got out of there, and that's when the breakup started kicking in. Like this man was so annoyed, it was like a red light was going off in his head. Like this is not your bitch. This is not your bitch. Go ahead and dump her now because. We we are now understanding that there's there might still be a chance for Caprice, and this is the best time for you to make a decision on if you're gonna drag this fake relationship out, or you want to end it right here. 
and that's basically what he did in the car. And Ariel was like, well, you know, you're not, we don't have any problems and we've been together for three years and um, you're not cheating. I'm not cheating. You know, love or not, we spent three years. We should still get married. And he was like, bitch, no. Like, stop faking like you want this for friends, girl. Get out the car. Get out. And that's so crazy. <laughs> How many people do that shit for the sake of saving face? I know this marriage ain't what it's supposed to be. I know I'm not happy, but it, we look good together, so I'm, I'm, we gonna just do it. I think, again, it was more for the image of it. Like, she's a, a Hollywood actress. He's a star basketball player. Like, they should be together. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks. I don't I don't I don't think it was I like in Sean's mind, he was like, I'm not doing this for popularity and in her mind she's like, Well bitch I am, so what's up? Yes. <laughs> and so when he was like, I think you should sleep at your hotel room tonight, she was like, Well, I wore your favorite lingerie and I was like, Bitch, you don't want that shit, bitch when I was reading. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, um, she was like, well, if I get out and leave now, I'm not coming back. And he was like, good. I want you to move on. Right. You're like, bye, bitch. Right. <laughs> like, if anything else, bitch, you about to get kicked in your back out this car. Just get out and save your face. Right, girl. Just go. He ended yeah, up breaking up with her in 31. Um, chapter 32 opened up with Caprice. Mom, do you think I'm fixed? I was like, damn, that is just a like that is such a mom daughter conversation. Or if a boy is closed, like would just openly start the conversation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was having a real conversation with her, with her adoptive mom, because she saw how broken coffee was and she was trying to understand like, is she still broken also? No, that's not what, no, no. So, she saw, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean like that. No, I want you to, I want you to. So, so one of of Coffee's personalities was like, if you want our story, you got to tell us yours. Right. Mm -hmm. And she still wasn't comfortable telling her story. And she felt, because she wasn't comfortable to tell her story, she felt like she wasn't fixed. Yes. Right. And he also told her that he knows that she's one of them. Right. She knew, what, she knew what to ask. Right. One, she knew what to ask. And then he said, like, we watch you. We see that we, you don't like nobody touching you. You don't talk to mm-hmm. nobody. You don't talk to the kids. You stay in your office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep your that distance from people. Yeah. Mm. And she was like, what? This little motherfucker really watching me. Right. Yeah. Like, he read her. For... <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck is the doctor here? Right. Um, y'all are correct. Y'all are correct. Um, so her and her mom had a conversation. She was like, it's not about being fixed. It's like a constant thing. You know, um, nobody's really fixed. You know, you, you can overcome but you mm-hmm. got to keep growing type stuff. Right. And so she was just explaining to her, like, it's something you just going to have to <clears throat> keep building and working on as you 
move through life. It's not, it's not something that's going to click one day. You're going to wake up and you're not going to feel like something was done to you, but you learn how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't seeing this coming. She was like, what'd she say? She was like, um, you said, girl, you got to pay that. She said, what? She said, girl, you got to, um, for lack of a better term, she was just basically like, girl, you got to face that monster that you scared yeah. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The monster. Mm-hmm. And she was like, who are you scared of? And she was like, um. At first she thought Marcel. Right. And that wasn't it. And her mama was like, nah, that's not, him. That, that ain't the monster. Right. And then she was like, um, Gracie. Mm-hmm. And see, she was like, I, she was like, I think you need to go pay her a visit. I was like, oh shit. Listen. And then I thought it was just a suggestion. Sis was like, okay, I'm going there tomorrow. <laughs> I said, well, like, oh, goddamn. Like, like very nice day. So she was describing um, the house and how it was empty. Um. She went there that Saturday morning to Paramore, mm-hmm. and the neighbor had told her that um, Marcel ended up getting locked up for fraudulent checks and shit. He was a scammer. He was a swiper. Yeah, mm-hmm. swiper, no swiping. Shout out to um, what's her face? Adora Dora. Dora. Dora the Explorer. Why do I think SpongeBob? <laughs> totally off. Totally off. Okay, um, right, and so the neighbor had told her that, um, Gracie was in a nursing home, and so the nursing home was like in the city. And Caprice parked her car there, and she was the first person to ever visit Gracie in five years. Yeah, Gracie was in a nursing home with dementia, with dementia. (laughs) So when I read that, I was like, Well, shit, how is this gonna go? Listen, so the, I was like, well, that's what happens when you treat people dirty, bitch. Yes, that karma come get your ass. So It may not come now, but it's definitely going to get you. Right. Mm-hmm. The nurse takes her to the room and Gracie greets um, Caprice like that's her daughter, her mom. Mm-hmm. And so Caprice is like, okay, bitch, we in. We going to roll with this, okay? So she talking to Gracie as if, well, she just letting Gracie talk. And she's just like questioning her slowly and starting to heat up the questions as she go. And so um, the guilt was eating Gracie's ass because slowly she was happy she greeted her (laughs) and then she instantly started talking about caprice i was trying to take care of her i tried yeah she Um, asked her first she was like have you been she was like you didn't come visit me because you was mad at me she said why would i be mad at you she was like i try to take care of her i really did right take care of who caprice right that shit was eating her up um, and so that was sad that even with her dementia, she didn't want to admit it. Even those like right there that she was like, well, what, what happened? You know, what was done to her? And she still didn't want to say it. And then she just kept on with this idea that, um, Caprice was fast with Sean 
and they was too close and she was letting that boy touch her stuff and I don't basically alluding to she don't think that's what happened what Capri said and we find out that Sean's mom and Capri's mom were close friends best friends yes like which makes sense because now Caprice is like, is that why Sean's mom is so nice to me? But also, what I think it was with Caprice and Sean's situation, Gracie was jealous. You think so? You know, grown people, You know, we all know grown people can be jealous of little kids now. Mm. But jealous of that she had somebody who loved her? Right, because she was, because y'all didn't, I don't think y'all caught what she said. That boy would just stare at her like the sun shined out of her asshole. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> She did say that. That was a hint of jealousy because you ain't never had no man look at you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was horrible. So for but you it to was have like, a man to look at you like that, you have to be having sex with him. Yeah, because that back in that day, that's what that's what that meant. Mm. But that that but what that also showed me is like okay, so this level of this idea of being fast she thought that about her daughter also mm-hmm. and somebody probably thought that about Gracie when she was young right so it just really made me think like how far back is this trauma that nobody's correcting duplicating itself right um so i was like okay checkmate got that and so, once it got too too hot with them questions, um, and Caprice was like, you let him hurt her, and uh, Gracie was like, you don't know anything. Say it, Gracie. Gracie bitched up, and she was like, nurse, night nurse, come get me home. <laughs> I'm ready for her to leave. So, um, Caprice is kind of like, I com- basically, I con- confronted my monster, you know, she's not that big and bad anymore. And the closure that Caprice probably thought she was gonna get, she didn't get because she still sees that somebody she's in there hiding from the truth still. But what she saw was enough for Caprice to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the guilt alone tells you that she knows she wrong. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, definitely. You could tell that she was wrong as soon as she realized that um, she was talking to Caprice. Who, who she was talking to, yeah. Right, when she realized she was talking to Caprice and then was like, oh, bitch, uh, Caprice in here and she about to beat me up and I'm in this wheelchair and I can't do nothing. Right. But my thing was about that. When she realized who it was, it's like, bitch, your head still so stuck up far up your ass. Yes. You got so much pride and ego that you still can't even confront me when you see it's me. And acknowledge that you did me wrong. Oh, we right. all know people. We all know people stubborn now. Yep, they will. They will create a lie to create another lie for them to be comfortable. Right, they'll cut their nose to spite their face. Yeah. So that was the end of um, chapter thirty-two. Chapter thirty-three. Um, Caprice is uh, kind of right, remembering back on her life in Paramore. And kind of not wanting to remember, but um, she's talking about how she tried to recreate 
um, a better journey at feel. Um, just to be a better source for the victims and she felt like when it came to coffee she needed to be like his inspiration to be better so um she told her story to um marino yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is what i appreciate about millie millie was like i don't put y'all readers through enough I'm not going to rehash all these details. <laughs> so when I saw that she was like when I was a little girl and I saw those three dots and Marie, like Marino had summed it up and was like I wish Sean didn't miss. I was like, there go Casey. Casey was like, nigga, how the fuck he missed? <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. She told him all the deets, so we don't have to rehash that again. Right. So that was that was God. good. Um, they were talking about Sean, um, Marcel, and Marina was talking about Sean, and I just felt like, okay, this is going to give her like a permanent seat to be able to reach all his personalities, which is a good thing. Um, but it also gave. Well, Marina said he had the key to everybody. He knew he 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 let everybody in and out. Yeah, I think I think her talking and 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 explaining that to them also gave like Caprice this release of you. You probably did talk this out in therapy, um, but it's been a while since you reflected on this mm-hmm. to understand where her position would be today with Sean. Right. So I feel like that helped her finally reach out and call and then coffee wanting to um just have that opportunity to feel like he's going to have a fresh start and boy you talk about cringe let me make sure before i get into this what else happened in this that i need to say oh so so the thing was marino had told uh caprice the story of what happened what's been going what what happened to coffee at his foster parents' house, right? Yes. Yeah. So as he was explaining everything, he was saying, and then when he was saying everything, then he kind of broke down how the personalities came into play. Yeah. And then she, then she understood more, and then she was like, "Well, she was like, well, now I see why him and Marino and Morano don't get along because of what Marino did." which caused Marano to take the brunt of the abuse. Right. Because Marino was telling the, the um, I forgot these people's name, Hank, and was it Beverly? Bert, Bethany, yeah. So he was telling, like, so Marina, so Marina, Marana? I'm forgetting their names already. Marino, Marino. Not Marino, the other one. Um, Marin, Marin. Okay, so yeah, Marin was like, so Marin was the one who would be going out with ice cream and dinner dates and shopping with the late with the with the foster mom. Yeah, and she would be like, "Oh, do you like what we do to you?" And it's that third. He would be like, "Oh yeah, I love it. It feels mm-hmm. so good." It's that and the third, but in his mind, that was keeping coffee alive, right? Because if he was to he say, "He want no problems," right? Because if he was, he was, he was, he was making them feel like. Uh, 
what they were doing to him was okay. Right, yeah. but also in, in his mind, he was like, if I say this, then they're not going to kill Coffee. Mm. Mm. And so Morano was explaining all the different stuff, and Morano started crying as he was talking to her and then he felt more comfortable with Caprice and he was like well thank you for telling us this is Coffee's story he was like please take care of Coffee because we finna go we shouldn't be here in the first place yes mm -hmm. I see that and I was like oh come on release so I don't know about y'all but chapter 33 almost had me crying it was, yeah. it, was it, it was 34 and 35 for me <laughs> It was heavy. That one was heavy because it cleared up the perspective of why he had those personalities. Mm -hmm. and that somebody could be so alone and so to themselves and nobody outside of them would understand their experience that you create people to have you. Right. So, um, yeah, that was wild. Chapter 34 opens with Sean. And Sean is saying how he got a call from an unsaved number last Monday. And he was like, basically, that had to be Caprice. He thinking that Caprice wants to catch up, explain herself, and they could get, like, a release of, okay, all this tension can be put to the side. What do we do now? Sis done pissed me off and hit this man up to, for a favor. Listen, I'm so mad. <laughs> I was like, girl. Audacity. Oops. Hey, guys. Don't forget to check out Let's Shop Bit on Teespring. I'll put the link in the bio. Now back to this book. And then he like, so that's it? That's what you called me for? And she was like, um, how are yeah, you? He was, like, he was like, bitch, get off my phone. Yeah, he is pissed off. <laughs> I was like, she deserved to be cussed out, but he was also explaining like, Caprice is the only girl <laughs> in my life that gets me like this, and he hated. it. Yeah, um, I just like, if you don't know what to say, then just don't say anything. <laughs> but she's so awkward. Well, just just don't like, ask for a favor. Above all else, don't ask for a favor. Yeah, she's so awkward. I'm just like, this is so her. Um, yeah, she is super awkward. Uh, and I feel like that's why he let it ride because it's her and he know when she avoiding shit and how she must feel but at the same time he was pissed because why would that be the conversation and you trying to act like you also called to actually talk to me and you didn't so he pissed about it he didn't go um, to go uh, sit in ice or anything. He was basically like, I'm going to go go get me a drink and go home. Like, fuck it. No, he was already uh, home. He yeah, was he already was home. Doing an ice bath. Was supposed to be doing an ice bath. But he didn't take it. Nope. Okay, so he was pissed off. So, um, his mom, I guess you know the ins and outs of what he was trying to do. And his mom, she kind of, I feel like his mom is not surprised by how Caprice is acting. And I feel like that just tells me how alike Caprice and her mom is. Because it's kind of like his mom is just like, she's not laughing at him, but she's just like, 
it's just so interesting how she gets under your skin like this and <laughs> you could go off on her and you don't because you care about her so much and she just think it's sweet um but she knows Caprice really cares about him and she's not using him or anything. So she's just like, well, make sure you get the tickets and did you do the favor? And, you know, y'all will have y'all time type shit. Are you just going to be mad for right now? Right. Um, and then it flips in that same chapter to Caprice. Mm-hmm. Sean delivered the two VIP tickets for her and Coffee to go to the game. And he sends a car to go pick them up. It was a back to school event. Right. To to escort them there. And Caprice is in the damn car slobbering on herself because Sean looks so good to her. And that's where I stopped. Mm. So what happened after that? So they get to the event. Yeah. Oh, Kiki, you could do 35, but that's because you read that. Okay. <laughs> Since you're the only one who read it. So they get to the event, and um, Coffee is excited to see Sean because Sean's his favorite player. And he was telling Sean how he's my favorite player. He makes me so proud of me from Florida. And then Sean was like, oh, for real? And he was like, well, I'm glad somebody proud of me from Florida. And then looks at Caprice. <laughs> the shade, the shade. <laughs> so when Coffee introduces himself and all of the different stuff, here comes um, here comes Shine. He looks at Caprice and he says, um, "Hi, Doctor Lattimore," and she was pissed. Because uh, if you gonna <laughs> act like the past don't exist, I'm gonna act like the past don't exist. Right, exactly. And then she goes, um, Mr. Taylor, and he was like, damn, I don't get no hay. So, anywho, so they go inside of the arena. They're going, like, back. So, so like, Sean escorted them to the event. And once they get inside of the event, there's courtside seats. They have VIP seating and all that different stuff like that. There's only one seat left in VIP. He told Coffee to go ahead and have a seat in the VIP section so he could go ahead and, and see the event. And then he told Caprice, he was like, well, um, because I got y'all tickets last minute and the event was sold out, you had to stand over here with me. And he's, he's like, that okay. She was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, like, they kind of, like, talking through the event and stuff like that. Kind of, like, getting a little flirty or whatever. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was getting ready to, like, have that conversation with him. He's like, no, nah, we're not going to do that right now. Yeah, he's too sensitive. He's going to start crying. He, was he said, because you're super sensitive, you're going to start crying. And um, we're trying to make sure Coffee have a good time. Yeah. Right? And she was like, and she was like, how the hell he know he, I'm finna cry? Because he know you, bitch. Because he know you. Exactly. And then he pulled the napkin out of his pocket and like, hey, girl. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So after the event, Coffee and the other VIP kids stayed behind to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So him and the other kids are playing basketball and stuff like that. And Sean was like, he's better than I was at his age. And Caprice feeling like a proud mom, talking about, yeah, he is real good. And, and, and he's taller than you too when he was your age. Damn. Right. And she said, he's taller than you too. Mm. 
Well, she said he's taller than you were at that age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then Sean goes, can I ask you something? Caprice gets a lump in her throat. She goes, what's up? Sean, he's in real close, and he asks, is he mine? Oh, (laughs) yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. You know, bitch, what? And he was like, you gotta, he was like, is that my kid? Is, is you the mama and is I'm and I the daddy? I like, why would he take it there? Like, why would he take it there? <laughs> he, he really tried. You really think Caprice will hide a whole kid away from you all these years? Because he was like, because he was like, he got the he he like he kind of looked like you a little bit, and he a basketball prodigy like me. Mm. And, and he then, was like, if he mind, and he, he was shooting, and he like, if he mind, just tell me he mind. And she like, no, he is not your fucking child. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, because he felt like she was showing him favoritism over the other kids at the center. Right, which he was. Yeah. And then, um, and then she was like, now nah, I can show you the birth certificate to show that we not the parents. And he was like, well, you got to think about it. He was like, the timeline of it all. He was like, I ain't seen you in twelve years. Boy, uh, good night. The last I time I saw you, you like the last time I saw you, we had sex. Okay, pause. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all a joke. <laughs> so this really happened to me. So when I had broke up with X number three, it was um when was that? It was like uh February. No, it was December, after December, going into June or some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't really like an official breakup because nobody was like, we broke up. It was like, we having a disagreement. You don't want to talk. You're busy. You're letting work become the priority. I'm like in Philly trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing type shit. Mm-hmm. And my my grandfather just died, and so I was in Philly for the funeral, and I was just feeling like I was like like I was I was depressed, I was um, irritated, and I felt like I just wasted like two and a half years trying to build back a relationship with somebody I broke up with in college, and this nigga acting stupid. And mm-hmm. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to make a decision right now because at that time my apartment in New York had flooded from the old man upstairs. Mm-hmm. Like the water got the water got all in the walls and went in my closet and damaged so much shit. I had to put all my stuff in storage so I didn't have no room in New York. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working. Um, I was living off of my unemployment, and I was just like at my cousin's house at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, Anya's dad is like a friend of the family because my nephew's my nephew's uh, mom parents raised him because his mom got locked up when she was pregnant with him, and they they were close friends. So he was just like around because we had family there, and it was a funeral. Mm-hmm. So I knew he liked me from being in college, but I ain't paid no mind because he was young and he would always like get himself in trouble doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm bored. I need somebody to like 
bully, play with, you know, go do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Like, nigga. Um, I said, I said, me, me and uh, Ari Daddy ain't doing shit. This nigga in, 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 in Atlanta playing house. Like, this nigga don't want no relationship. This nigga that I'm in a relationship with, I ain't really in a relationship with because this nigga don't know how to talk to me and he want me to move clear across the motherfucking country mm-hmm. with nobody. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my job. I was basically trying to escape what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And so basically our, Anya's dad was like a plaything to me at that time to escape the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember this call so vivid. I remember Ari's dad calling me and he was like he was like what's going on? I was like, I don't know. And so he was like, he was like, what's the attitude for? I was like, I don't have no attitude. And he was like, yeah, you do. He was like, tell me something. He was like, you fucking anybody right now? Oh. Oh. When I tell you that shit sent me, I remember being in my cousin's bedroom and I was like, who the fuck are you to call my fucking phone and ask me that shit when you have a whole girlfriend in your house that you fuck on, whatever the fuck you want to fuck on her. I said, don't ask me no shit like that. And he was like, you ain't got the right. He was like, he was like, did I said, did he was like, didn't your grandfather just pass away? I said, yeah. He was like, didn't I just send you plane tickets to go? I said, yeah. He's like, didn't I send you money to buy a dress? I said, yeah. He said, he said, don't I pay your phone bill? I said, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, well, that's the fuck why I can't ask you that shit. I was like, no, you can't. And I hung up on him. Fine. Mm. So that was, I was like, okay. Now I feel like I closed the door on that so I don't feel guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So fast forward. Um my ex from LA called and he was like, you know, what are you doing with your life? Blah, blah, blah. You need to make a decision. Some opportunities you don't get twice. I was like, what does that mean? I said, what decision do you want me to make? He was like, I don't know. You need to figure that out. I said, why the fuck are you talking in circles? Just say what you want to say. <laughs> why are you talking in ripples, nigga? Right. So he couldn't tell me what he wanted me to say. He was like, I can't tell you what you need to do or what you need to say. You just gonna have to figure it out. So I was like, nigga, with your fucking doctor soup shit, get the fuck off my phone. So <laughs> I I um I was done talking with him. Fast forward. I give you one for the one fish Listen, fast forward, you know, me and um me and Anya dad been like this just like puppy loving or whatever. And I find out that I'm pregnant. But honestly, in my mind, I was so depressed that I was like, okay, I lost my grandfather. My dad already did, but I wasn't really close with him, but I was close with my grandfather. I was like, my mom is sick. Realistically, the only funeral I will go to would be 
my Uncle Ron's, because he was alive at that time still, and mm-hmm. my favorite brother, Richie. I'm not going to nobody else's funeral in my family. Because y'all not, y'all not no pivotal players. Right. My grandparents are done now. Um, so I was like, I don't want... I don't want to sit here and watch my mom dwindle and I'm the only child she got and she don't know grandkids from me. So that's what I was thinking of it. I was thinking of like, if I would get in another relationship, I would have to invest X, Y, and Z years, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, nigga. I'm pregnant. I'm in Florida because that's where I'm having Anya because I went down there because my mom was down there. Um, I left Anya dad in Philly because that nigga's bullshitting. Okay. And I was like, nigga, I'm going to go to the best person around with kids. My mom, she know what to do. She done pop five of us out of her coochie hole. I'm going to Florida. So <laughs> I was in Florida. And I remember it was like two weeks to me having Anya and my ex calls from LA. And he was like, what is this that I'm hearing that you're pregnant? Mind you, this is the first time we spoke since the year before. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like, is it mine? <laughs> oh man! I'm like, what? What? Exactly, Kobe. I was like, the math. <laughs> I said the the math is not mathing. How the fuck? How the fuck do you add that up in in baby pregnancy months to be your kid? I said, I said the last time we fucked was in November. I said, what are you talking about? November of last year. I said, count that and tell me how many months that is. He was like, well, I, I was just scared because I was about to get on the flight um, with my girlfriend right now. And I, I just started adding the months up in my head. I was like, before I get on this flight, I got to ask her because I don't want to be doing the wrong thing. I was like, Jabbar, get on your fucking flight. This is not your kid. And I just hung up the phone on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but when I, when, when you said that, that's what triggered me when he was like, is it mine? Nigga, what? I asked the girl that. Really? Yeah. So when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we was doing what high school kids do. We was doing the nasty. Right. We ain't never used no condom. Oh wow. So fast forward like six years later, I see her at her parents' house. Mm-hmm. Cause she didn't live too far from where I lived at. And like I kind of like I was driving at the time, so I kind of like I stopped the car and I like pulled up in the parking lot, like pulled up in like the, the driveway. Yeah. To kind of like say, hey, what's up? Like, how you doing? I ain't seen you in a long time, you know. Just to like to make chit chat, mind you. In the front yard with her is a little boy. A little boy kind of light skin. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Oh no! The pressure. <laughs> it's the pressure. <laughs> so I'm sitting there talking to her. Da da da. She like, yeah, you know, this is my son. This is that and that third. And I said, oh, for real? She was like, yeah. And I said, how old is he? She told me how old he was. And I kind of gave her this look. And she looked at me and she was like, nah, he not yours. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't breathing for like two minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. What if That's Casey your... really had a son out here? Man, listen. Oh, my God. I wouldn't know what to do. We would really be like a whole Brady Bunch going out places. 
who can't belong to who? Okay, that's mine over there. Right. That's Kiki. <laughs> that's so funny. I told Drew the story. Drew was like, that's what the fuck you get for being fast in high school. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But yeah. yeah. I was like, and I was like, oof. I'm glad that ain't happened. Okay, so what else happened after he said that? So she denied it, and then he was like, you know, we could talk about this later, um, like, about them, um, you know. Yeah. Not talking to each other for 12 years. Ooh. And um, so after that, he, um, so that was it. And then after the event was over, I kind of read a little bit in 35, he drove them back in his own personal car. Mm. Interesting. And Kiki, that's where you come in, unless you want to talk about it next week, because it sounds like you're putting your child to bed. Right. Kiki went on mute. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was on mute. I was on mute. Um, Cody's watching his, t- his title, but he's not sending me. Um, so, yeah, 35, he, he drove them back to the field center. They dropped coffee off. Um, Caprice was about to get out of her car, but then Sean was like, okay, it's dark. Where do you live at? I'll drive you home. Um, so he ended up taking her home. And they pulled up at her apartment. And she was about to get out. But then she has she hesitantly asked him, you know, did he have any plans for Saturday? Because she knew that that was his birthday. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, he declined and said, yeah, I do have plans. But I'm free on Sunday. Um, so Caprice was like, Yeah, Sunday is fine. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I got plans this right, 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 right. <laughs> so, I think Caprice's birthday was the day before Sean's birthday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sanae, um, Sanae or whoever I used to say that ended up throwing her a party at her house for her bestie, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. She had it decorated, decked out so nicely for her boo caprice. Mm-hmm. Um, what else had happened? They were at the party, vibing, whatever, with her friends, all of their college friends. They came into town, but Caprice still felt like something was missing, which I think it was Sean, um, mm. unfortunately. And she wanted to call him that night, I think, but then she was like, he got a whole fiance, blah, blah, blah. So she still, she still thinks that he's getting married and that he's engaged. Because mm-hmm. they didn't married. have a talk. Right, 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 right. So after the birthday party, Caprice got back to her um, apartment, and this is where the Cuban guy was, was trying to flag her down, saying that she got a package. Like, meet Lattimore, meet Lattimore. Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I find Saying that, that very she had a package. <laughs> I'm, <sorry. laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, I know you Cuban so my bad. I thought that was hilarious. Like I had to mock that. I had to mock that. Um but yeah, she got back to That's not how they say it. They say Miss Lanamar. Miss Lanamar. <laughs> So she had a package, and she thought the package was was uh, from her mom, mm-hmm. but they had addressed the package to Doctor Caprice Lattimore, but her mom never sent her packages with Doctor uh, addressed as it. Mm. Um, 
So once she saw, he, Sean pretty much sent her roses. And then he sent her a cupcake with butterscotch frosting. Oh, my God. So sweet. And it said, happy birthday, butterscotch. Don't forget to make a wish. Oh, wow. Um, so then it goes into Sean. Basically, it's the next day, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, when they a- agreed to meet for Sean's birthday, um, they're getting ready for dinner at a Japanese restaurant. Sean pays to, for them to have the restaurant to themselves, so there's nobody okay, else. baller. Okay. Like, he bought up all the tables for the night, so it could just be him and Caprice. Um, so Caprice is looking good in her uh, red dress body snatched, you know, hair half up, half down, whatever. And Sean is just it, it, admiring this new woman in front of him. Um, So they sit down, they have dinner or whatever, and then they start going into, like, what happened. Um, and Caprice is like that awkward, uncomfortable feeling that she's going to get of course. already. And then saying that it's her fault. And Sean was like, well, yeah, it is your fault, but <laughs> he's so petty. He's so petty, but she started off saying, asking him if they remember the last night they were together. And Sean was like, yeah, he remembers um, because her uncle almost killed her, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, and... He almost killed the both of them. Yeah. And Caprice was saying that she felt so guilty, and Sean was like, it kind of was on him because that was his dumbass decision. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of was. Um, and then he was saying, like, a few days later, you know, I was in the hospital, and... Caprice was saying that while he was in the hospital, she got she got the chance to leave, and she was just telling him about you know Miss Johnson, um, coming to get her, finding her in her room for a few days, and packing her up and taking her to her house, and then her mom, um, coming to get her, and then she went to California, got the help that she needed, got therapy, and learned how to cope. And all that stuff. And then she was telling her that her mom told her not to reach out to anybody from her past until she pretty much felt that she was ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, once she caught with everything. And then she said once she got the strength and the opportunity to call, she just didn't. Like one year turned into two years. Two years turned into three years. And then here we are, you know, 12 years later. Um. And then she said that she thought by the time that she got the courage to, she felt like Sean had hated her. Mm. Um, so Sean was like, so you didn't call because you was afraid that I would be mad at you for not calling sooner. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it sounds dumb when you say it out loud, but that's what it was. No, it does. <laughs> it, it does. Well, I was like, you know, this sound a little silly. Um, yeah. But she was pretty much telling him how she followed him how she saw his college games, um, how she did keep some tabs on him and that she was very proud of him for being in the um, NBA, the very first draft round pick. 
And when she saw that he made it, he she wanted to call him then, but then she was like, it looked kind of funny because now I'm going to call you out of the blue once you get rich. Right. And she didn't want him and his mom is Sylvia to think that she was like them, but like like on some gold digger shit, basically. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Yeah, it does. It did. It did. But then Sean was like, I know you're not like that. I would never, you know, think of you like that, whatever. And then he was like, the night that he got drafted, all he all he thought about was Caprice. Mm. And he was waiting on that phone call, hoping that <clears> she, <throat> you know, saw this somewhere on TV because, you know, it, it's, it's national, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Capri started crying again with her sensitive ass, mm. um, <laughs> feeling guilty, feeling guilty. Um, but then he was just telling her how he's proud of her and that he wished that he would have been a part of the happy moments of her life, like her being a doctor, um, mm-hmm. her getting the health that she had and having a mommy again. And uh, what else happened? I think that was it. Yeah, it was just a real emotional dinner. Like they was talking and catching up. Um, and I'm trying to think about what else happened. What else happened? So I'm, uh, so I'm scheming. I'm skimming the pages. And. Um, I guess they're at the point where they about to leave. Mm-hmm. And because it's about Sean's birthday, Caprice is like, I'm paying, even though you closed down the restaurant type shit. Yeah, but she didn't know how much that tab was. But <laughs> Because he bought all the tables. <laughs> because he bought all the tables. So she opened the ticket. She was like, I can afford it. But she mm-hmm. opened the book. And then she leaned back in her chair like, uh... <laughs> so Sean was like, "You still got this?" And then right. she's like, "Well, that's a lot of money for just one dinner." Um, <laughs> and then he said that privacy isn't cheap. So they pretty much was was getting ready to leave, and Sean was like, um, "The night is still young, and there's somewhere else that we can go, or whatever." And that's where that ended. Ow. After they had dinner. Mm. Uh, my god you know mm-hmm. it, this shit just made me miss like actually feeling excited about a nigga yeah I, mm-hmm. I ain't been excited about a nigga in years <laughs> this girl really excited about a nigga oh yeah. the ghetto the ghetto Okay, uh, <laughs> not the ghetto. I think it's different from it being somebody who you really love, though. Yeah, it's different when it's somebody that you really, really like has genuine love yeah. for. Yeah. And then you know that they have genuine love for you. Right, right. Because it doesn't make me feel like excited. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 not, not, all, all of what y'all said on top of the possibility of 
endless possibilities because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know how you go somewhere with somebody and you just know, oh, you were dead end because of this going on. So I'm not even about to get excited. Like, they don't know anything. And because she thinks he's still engaged, this this man's about to pull out his wing with the veins. Mm-mm, not with the veins. <laughs> Yes, he thought he was still engaged. Um, because even, even at the dinner, he was like, "Is this a date? Is this a date?" And that you know, man is about to show her his Snickers. Oh my goodness! What you mean? You just already saw it. But the, she ain't seen it in years. She saw the eighteen-year-old dingaling. She ain't seen the thirty-year-old dingaling. Snickers is uh, whooshing. Okay, that's grown Mandy. Okay, so we only got a little bit left. We're going to finish the book. We're going to finish the book um, on the 26th. Um, we only got a little bit left, y'all. Oh, my God. How many more chapters This month is yeah. going by so fucking fast. It just it started. It is. It is. Episode yeah, we already 10 through it. That's crazy. will be um, chapter 36 to 39, and then there's an author's letter. Um, at the end, if y'all want to read it, y'all can, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But Lily did her thing. Wait, 36 to 39? Why we just can't go to 40? I mean, you can. Yeah, why don't we just go ahead and finish it? Okay. Because yeah. it's just like, because it's, it's only 40 chapters. Okay. I didn't know there was a 41. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chapters, okay. so we might as well just read 40 and read like the um, epilogue. Mm-hmm. The epilogue, yeah. Okay. But yeah, she definitely did her thing. Is this fictional or non-fictional? Uh, I don't know. I gotta ask her. I was wondering. No, I don't know if she a doctor, but... I gotta ask her. Yeah. It's interesting. Tomorrow's my brother's birthday. No, at the beginning it says... <clears throat> you said it's your brother's birthday? Yeah, my older brother who passed away. It's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, what's he gonna do? I don't know yet. I don't think I'm probably gonna do anything. Mm. We weren't big on birthdays. We really aren't big on birthdays. <laughs> okay. Y'all see what I do for mine, nothing. Listen, mm. treat yourself. I'm yeah, clean. Treat yourself. Yeah, I might buy. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy um I'm gonna buy new flowers for the house for him and all the others that have passed on. Yeah, Alex said. I'll accept that. At the beginning of the book, it says, this work is of fiction, names, characters, businesses, places, events, Mm. locals, and incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. You know what that reminded me of? Mm. The beginning of Lord Order. This happened to somebody. I didn't see that part. I should have read that. I I I Listen, Olivia Benson. Okay. I love me some Olivia. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. I got an interview tomorrow, y'all. 
Ooh. In the, the middle of work? Week? Yeah, one o'clock with Sedgwick. So I have to come home. Okay. Wait, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time? Yeah. Wow. And headshots are at 11, so I got to make sure, like, I'm the first nigga in line to, like, get my headshots done. And then, like, all right, y'all, I'm out. I'm going to go lunch. <laughs> and then go home and keep my same clothes on to do my interview and then go to my mom's at 3. <laughs> you are oh, such you a busy day tomorrow. Look, 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 Casey Naps makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, so I'm about to shower and get in the bed. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to Ikea tomorrow and then Target and lunch. I'm jealous. The, the girl lives in Target. She the lives life. in Target. Okay. Oh, and Let my me went well, y'all. And they, and they wanted it for the SharePoint. Oh, that's Damn. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. You really put your foot in it. Your girl, for an hour. Mm. <laughs> well, an hour it took me to write it. A parent, mm-hmm. we'll accept. I'm gonna play these two messages and then we close out. All right. Whoa, what's up? What's going on, Chan? I never in my life heard you talk like that. What the f is going on? What? What's up, the book club? What book what's is up? this? Where's my boy Greg at? Where Greg at? Shout out, Greg. You in the wrong show, my man. I was thinking um, that he was. A different show because excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, we do live out stereo that'll be um tomorrow, so we got a show tomorrow on here. Not the Greg used to work with at um the farm, no, a different Greg. Oh, okay, no, because you know, uh, Greg's we don't shine tall, he is, <laughs> he's a little eclectic. Hello. Um, but we'll, we'll be on the list. show tomorrow. This was for the book club. He was probably talking about when I was talking about um, Wangage. Oh, Wangage. And, and oh. Wangage and Ari Daddy <laughs> trying to sum me. Nigga. Oh, oh no, you talked yeah. about the meat early. Yeah, just because you um, be getting in your wallet for a bitch don't mean you shutting down pussy, nigga. Right. Um, um, well, you know, dudes take money on bitches, so they do. And I, had, I really, I really had to hang up on his ass because he really thought that. But um, nigga, I remember. <laughs> I remember he was like, nigga, I he was like, I I held you and you basically cut me off and went and had a baby on me and cheated. I said, nigga, a bitch can't cheat when you in a whole relationship. Right? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He was so salty about Anya for the longest, but um, not icy cocoa. Here we are. Why uh, Kobe over there sound like he Cuban? Okay. I don't know what Kobe's talking about. <laughs> well, y'all enjoy y'all day tomorrow. Put it in Google Translate. Listen, we will be in text. Um, y'all know me. This show will be up in the morning. All right. Oh yeah, we'll talk. Well, no, we talk every day, so we'll talk. I'll talk right. right. I'll tell you right. how to go. They told me it's um the pay is between like fifteen and seventeen dollars an hour. Okay. I probably won't ever see you online though. <laughs> you won't. Never see you online. 
Y'all I'll be know? doing stuff at night though. Huh? I told him I need a, I need night and I need part time. If y'all not trying to do that, then we can hang up the phone right now. Mm. Yeah, sometimes I log on and work and work at night too. Because I'm not trying to log on until like after five or six. Mm-hmm. Are y'all yeah. ready for next week? What's happening next week? Fall, bitch. The first day of fall is the 21st. Yeah. Nigga, is it going to be cold outside? For real. No, no. Like, <laughs> that's all I care about. When are we going muscadine picking? That too. I got to go on the website. that temp drop, okay? It's not I got to go on the website for real this time. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. And then we have to plan it because I want to be cute when we go to Muscadine picking. I don't want it to be hot. Okay. I don't want it to be hot either. So let me know when the temp drop. Then that's when you make the fall announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's like a nice 65, 70-ish. Right, yeah. like all day. Not not 60 at 7 a.m. and then 90 at 3 p.m. <laughs> but like all day. Okay, 90 when the sun come out. Oh my god. Okay, I'll I'll check. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, All right, y'all. All right, good night. Bye. Night y'all. Night. Good 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 night.